0: This is Free Talk Live. 855 450 free is our toll free number. 855 450 373. That's the number you call to get on the air with us. The Essence Studio tonight is myself, Chris. And I'm Ian.
1: And I'm nobody.
0: And I am just, I'm always heartened by brave federal agents keeping us safe. And this time, uh-huh. they have found that they are going to screen airline passenger extra passengers extra carefully after finding what appears to be a uh, thermal detonator <laughs> in luggage. This is these are showing up. Thermal detonators are showing up in luggage of air cool pretty it, serious it does except i've never heard of a thermal detonator actually existing but there there are it turns out they're shaped like coke bottles uh those terrorists are getting pretty tricky they are getting tricky uh and uh thermal detonators only exist in the star wars uh universe so they are literally uh warning people not to bring Thermal detonator Coke (laughs) bottles on airplanes with them because of. It's a serious danger. From what? My God! Fizzy explosion! Haven't you ever? Don't bring any
1: flux capacitors either. (laughs) Yeah,
2: haven't you ever put a a can of soda in the freezer unopened?
0: It's a horrible experience. We all recognize that, but I don't think fictitious things from movies are gonna bring down airplanes, except in movies. Well, if you get a
1: can of Coke cold enough, it will explode, which makes it a thermal detonator by certain (laughs) definitions. You are.
0: (laughs) You are being very literal, Rich, and I appreciate that.
1: That's it, literally true. It doesn't.
0: <laughs> it doesn't keep me from making fun of uh your tax dollars, folks. Your tax dollars are paying the salary of whoever came up with the memo to uh disallow Star Wars shaped coke bottles from aircraft. Now, now the obvious point is, of course, You couldn't bring a can of coke on an airplane because that's fluid in excess of three Three ounces. ounces. So, my God, you couldn't bring that on because that could take it down. But apparently, you can't
1: bring that on board the plane, it might be a bomb. So we're going to throw it in the trash can right next to this big group of people. Right. Because right. it might be a bomb. Exactly. <laughs> now let's get to that. They're not let's- concerned
2: about the people. They're concerned about image and they want you to believe that they're doing something.
1: Well, yeah, that's it's, it's true they're more concerned about image, but how stupid are they going to look if one of those bottles of water actually does turn out to be a bomb and instead of taking out a plane... Oh, it took out an airport
2: security (laughs) checkpoint. That's
1: worse in most cases. I mean, if it's LaGuardia, it's worse. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) And let's talk about that because this also has its roots in in movies. Um, The idea that you could pack explosives in liquid. To bring on a, the idea, and what they first talked about was the idea of the binary bomb, right? The
2: two you different could, forms of liquid that, right. when combined together, like they did in Die Hard, the third Die Hard,
3: exactly.
0: What they have not done that in is a known terrorist. act. <laughs> They've done it in Die Hard. That was pretty cool. Well, it must be real. The if federal
1: they... government keeping us safe from military uh, from uh, movie technology.
4: Well, if they did it in
0: Die Hard, it must. Be be real it must be real then why haven't the terrorist used been using this technology all over the place why haven't binary bombs been found on buses why haven't they been found anywhere else because it's overly complex extremely difficult to even uh, uh, are they I, that, that much more difficult to uh so to i've prep? done you know Hello, uh, T.S. Or excuse me, uh, FBI agent. If you are listening to me, yeah, I did Google one time uh, how one could create create a binary bomb, and nobody had a good explanation. I was going to government websites, and we're saying now that doesn't really happen, but it could. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this idea, so the whole you know, ditch your liquids, the whole three ounce thing, is just bogus there was never an really. attack that they could point to it just might happen but it does make good theater and that's mm-hmm. where i agree with you ian this is exactly what it is well how much binary liquids because uh, all i know
2: about the binary bombs is what <laughs> i've seen in diehard <laughs> right. you know it seems pretty like what they had in that movie it was pretty pungent like it could really make an explosion it was uh, had a lot of power to it uh how much you know if i if i only had two ounces And two ounces. So let's say I brought it in two different containers of the binary liquids. You know, is that not enough to put a hole
0: in the side of an airplane? I'd wager that you could. You know, if I were a science fiction writer or or a fiction writer, I would come up with a way that there are probably two components out there that, if mixed, could Mm -hmm. cause this. But the question is, is they have to be one has to activate the other. Mm -hmm. One has to do something to it to make it active. Uh, otherwise, I mean, you could do – and here's the other thing. You could just take um, flammable material in your three-ounce bottles and – In more it, than one bottle. In more than yeah. one bottle and come up with right. nine, 12 yeah. ounces a bottle of uh, stuff and, you know, just have it – what if it were gasoline?
1: How well Three do, ounces of uh, iron filings, three ounces of aluminum filings and a little bit of magnesium to light it maybe? We're Isn't just that how you do that therms,
2: thermite. A thermite. Okay. Thermite.
0: Well, thermite's legal. And I that'll mean,
1: pull a put a
2: hole
0: through some, you know, pretty serious stuff. It could stuff, burn right? through. You you do need magnesium to light thermite. I read that in mm-hmm. the uh 9/11 report. Yeah. Um, I,
1: I actually did that once in school. It was fun. I've got some thermite.
0: I've just I've I've never really come up with something I wanted to to expend it on, but I'd like to get a uh, a railroad tie or something like that. <laughs> 855, 453. Do you have uh, any experience with blowing up aircraft? Uh, With binary bombs. With binary bombs. Or better yet, have you heard of one actual example of a binary bomb going off? Or more to the point, more directly, have you heard of someone using a thermal detonator uh, from Star Wars? Or for that matter, I'm going to say a lightsaber or a blaster. Uh, to take down. Are those the also
2: banned? Uh, lightsabers and blasters. I
0: don't know. Uh, now, blasters. I would assume you know the the blaster that uh, you know, like Han Solo used. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that looks like a gun, and I will wager you cannot put that in your carry on luggage. Not, you yeah. can't pack it in a bag because it looks like a bomb. So fun story. Uh, one time I was traveling across the country
1: pre nine eleven
0: and i got a cigar cutter confiscated
1: ooh now the
0: cigar cutter was relevant. they think
1: you're going to take people's fingers off with it good you, you could
0: it was a 45 bullet the 45 bullet had the firing had the uh, um, primer and everything removed from it and inside it had a piece of steel so when you pulled the bullet portion out you were left with a 45 and you could core a cigar with it the idea was to core a cigar to get ready to smoke said cigar this was a cigar cutter there was nothing explosive in it no you cannot take that with you because it looks like a bullet this was before 9-11 just the fact that it looked like something that was enough to get it confiscated
2: you know if i were uh coca-cola i might actually consider paying the tsa to ban my product in this case because we never would have talked about or known about, I suspect, because I had no idea this was a thing. Uh, a Star Wars thermal detonator. It looks like a little grenade, right? Like, let's describe this thing. It's uh, It's yeah. got the red Coca-Cola you know classic looking kind of outside although it looks like it might be somewhat
0: worn down yeah like, now that's sort of a star wars look uh-huh, you know yeah. where things are a little worn it has the the bottle cap that you would
1: untwist looks like of course, something. grenades don't usually wear out that way in use i mean it's it's not like i've thrown this grenade Before. ten thousand <laughs> times and i'm gonna throw it another ten thousand. it's like well pull the pin bro <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> they've made it look uh, kind of aged and used and it, it's kind of accurate Like I said, I want to hear about experiences with explosives. I know that's the kind of thing that will get the phones lit up. 855-450-FREE. Do you think this TA stuff is real, legit, or just theater? I want to hear from you. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855-453. That's our toll-free number. That's 855-450-3733. That's the number you call to get on the radio and let us know what what's on your mind. This is an open phones show. That means you can change the subject. We're talking about, this in this case, the uh, TSA is banning commemorative bottles of Coca-Cola and other flavors, uh, the people have been receiving at Disneyland, Disney World, um, and they say that they look like a bomb, therefore, they must be uh, banned because because they look like something. But first, I want to tell you about local.bitcoin.com. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com allowing you to buy and sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or just meet in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash. That's local.bitcoin.com. And I know we've got a number of hosts who are actively trading Bitcoin cash, and that's a good thing. Get crypto into more people's hands. So, again, we are talking about these. These are souvenir souvenir containers of Coca-Cola and Diet Coke and stuff like that, but they look like Star Wars thermal detonators they look like a sort of they're kind of grenade shaped Mm -hmm. and you would think that they may be other than their uncanny uh resemblance uh, in the script that looks a lot like a coca-cola or a diet coke or a sprite and the fact that it's mostly plastic so people get these things as a souvenir uh and disney's working on this too because Disney's opening up a Star Wars section of parks. I guess. Um, let's get into the story. Yeah, yeah, this I saw is, something this. about that. Yeah, to come out. Come to, excuse me, I have Lyme disease, and that messes with my sentences sometimes. To commemorate your visit to Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge, you can bring home a two hundred dollar lightsaber, a Chewbacca backpack, or a puppet porg. I don't know what a porg is.
2: So the Star Wars Galaxy Edge is the new, what, theme park? It's the new section
0: of Disney that uh, they are. okay. Kind of like Future Land or whatever. Yeah. Um, you can bring... Uh, a but, long
1: time ago, land.
0: Yes, but you'll have to leave your intergalactic soda in a galaxy far, far away. In response to a question the TSA indicated on Twitter... That Star Wars themed Coke bottles are banned from checked and carry on luggage, saying. Sorry, you can't take that home, kids. Quote, replica (laughs) and inert explosives aren't allowed in either carry on or checked baggage, unquote wow including
2: fictional including. <laughs> replica fictional it's not they not like they're you know replicating a real grenade they're replicating a fantasy grenade but
0: that's close enough for the tsa unbelievable A tsa representative further clarified that quote these items could reasonably say see, be seen as, by some as replica hand grenades while we continue to review this issue, TSA they could officers— also, Before you
2: go on, they could also be seen
0: as like Christmas ornaments. <laughs> I mean, they could. They it, have the it, exact it, same look to them. It, and I guarantee you somebody out there has already hooked a little wire onto it to hang off the tree.
1: See, uh, the amazing thing is that when people—the uh, uh, the TSA does penetration testing on itself— and apparently the people doing the penetration uh, testing are way more competent than the rest of them because they're consistently getting weapons through these checkpoints. Yes. So maybe instead of making up more imaginary things to look for, they should, they should spend some time dealing with actual weapons that people are getting on the plane.
0: Learn how to spot an actual gun an actual gun shape learn how to uh a box cutter that might be apropos Mm. Uh, the idea that you're going after fictional items is insanity um they believe that because they uh reasonably be seen by as some as replica hand grenades well so what they're so reasonable if it's viewed as a replica hand grenade, then why the hell are you stopping it in the first place because, because you just not... said it was a
2: replica? Well, they don't allow replicas. I know that, that because replicas well, are dangerous, I'm, I'm, too.
1: I'm guessing that said their no concern one. is that somebody's going to see the thing and panic, think it's real. I mean... That's the only reason I can think of for banning replica explosives. I, I get that. You know, I looking. You know, there's certainly no actual danger in looking like an explosive.
0: Right. um While we continue to review this issue, TSA officers will maintain the discretion to prohibit any item through the screening checkpoint if they believe it poses a security threat. Interesting. I didn't know that the officers had that level of discretion. <laughs> It's like they could actually ignore to enforce uh, taking a Coke bottle. Hmm. Uh, according to one Disney executive, it looks like the fictional explosive device featured in, quote, Return of the Jedi. Scott Trowbridge, a lead Imagineer on the Galaxy Edges project, said the design of the bottle looked, quote, cool. Kind of thermal detonator-ish, unquote. <laughs> On a panel earlier this year, at 5:49, the bottles are one of the cheapest souvenirs available at Galaxy's Edge and popular. Disney has limited guests to three bottles per transaction to prevent <laughs> hoarding, but with the TSA's new policy, there may no that may no longer be a problem. Are they unable to
1: make more? Is is there? I think they're trying production to
0: problem. Keep them uh, rare. Uh, Disney's PR declined to comment on the TSA's decision. Production Coca-Cola. can be a
2: problem with, I mean, look at what's happened with the, uh, the this chicken war thing that's been going on. There's this social the chickens media. chickens are at war? The chicken companies, uh, Popeyes and Chick-fil-A apparently yes. have been having at one another and their fans are, are picking sides. <laughs> uh, and the, apparently Popeyes has sold out of their new spicy chicken sandwich. I saw that.
1: The whole nationwide chain?
2: The entire chain is sold out. They had lines uh, of people waiting for God knows how long to get this chicken sandwich. For a chicken sandwich? <laughs> for a chicken, chicken sandwich? sandwich. You
1: can get a chicken sandwich at Wendy's. You can well, get it at McDonald's. No, I mean, no, no. What, is there something special is it, about this chicken sandwich? Those
2: who have had it would tell you that there is. See,
0: and we I don't have not have, had it. Yeah, we don't have a Popeye's uh, close to us. Mm. We don't have a Chick-fil-A close no, to us. No, sadly. Um,
1: no, nah, I used to go there in Florida. Sometimes they do have good chicken. They uh,
0: do. I do. I like them uh, too. I I just uh, I just feel that there sometimes are more important things than chicken sandwich wars that I could concern myself with <laughs> true. worrying about. Because I I mean I'm I'm really concerned about the house whether uh, my girlfriend has procured anything that looks like a outer space grenade. I should be worried about. Um, This is insane. You have, I, I, and Rich gave a good reason why you might want to explain, keep replicas off of planes, but fictitious replicas, I'm not seeing it. 855, 450 free. This is Free Talk Live.
1: I'm crazy about My Magic Mud. This is the most important oral care product created this millennium, and I'm not kidding. We all have different opinions on politics and issues, but we all have mouths. And I want yours to be as clean as possible, with teeth as bright as they were meant to be. I will never be without My Magic Mud. It's a little surprising, but man, does it work. If you only listen to one thing I say ever, go to MyMagicMud.com and get 20% off with code FTL. MyMagicMud.com, code FTL.
0: This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. That's our toll-free number. You can call that, get on the radio, talk about whatever you like. You can also use Discord. Discord's a pretty cool app. Load it on your phone, on your laptop, doesn't matter. Use your high-speed internet connection, your quality microphone, and you will sound like you are right here in the studio with us. You can find out more at discord.lrn.fm. In studio, it's myself, Chris. Ian.
1: And nobody.
0: And we've been talking about the danger of thermal detonators sneaking aboard (laughs) aircraft because, my God, you would not want to be on a flight that had somebody smuggle on a thermal detonator would you well it's probably not as bad as you as it sounds because they're coke bottles shaped like something from Star
2: Wars can you imagine how many little kids went to this uh Star Wars exhibit that they have at yeah. Disney World in Disneyland and they, you know, mom, can you buy this for me? It's a thermal detonator, and mom's like, it's five seventy-five, son. That's uh, the please. cheapest thing. They're probably bought, They're probably selling out. Well, so the, they say so, they are selling. Out. So, mom, you know, yeah. shills. Uh, sh- um, you know, she shills out the cash for this overpriced bottle of uh, Coca Cola. This plastic, you know. Thing that's designed to look like a star wars grenade right and uh, then they get into the airport when they're going home and tsa ruins the entire trip right like it was so <laughs> yep. much fun right up until the tsa agent forcibly confiscates this from uh the little kid's backpack or wherever their carry-on bag.
0: now ma'am i'm not sure if you're aware but the tsa does not allow things that <laughs> look like explosives on aircraft uh, looks like explosives from a movie. Nowhere on earth do actual thermal detonators exist outside of movie sets. And even those aren't real. They're fake. They're designed to look like something. It's insane. It's like being refused because you brought your, uh, your lightsaber on board. Mm-hmm. They're getting
1: kicked out of school for drawing a picture of a gun. That's happened. Uh,
0: that is true. Or perhaps uh, chewing your Pop-Tart in such a way as to make it look like a gun. <laughs> I remember uh, that one. Kids, yeah. has been, yep. kids have been uh, kicked out of school for that, too. It's insanity. Uh, Ian found something interesting on yeah, this story from I a different one. I
2: CNBC version of the story. So apparently TSA has tweeted about this, and apparently there's a, a Twitter handle called at AskTSA. And somebody asks them about the Star Wars, uh, these thermal detonator drinks. And the TSA says, replica, thanks for asking. Replica and inert explosives aren't allowed in either carry-on or checked bags. So there's just no way that you will be allowed to transport these. Cannot check them uh, in your bags either. And so according to the story, fans were then quick to ask if removing the cap from the bottle, so therefore drinking the fluid within it, Removing the cap, storing that somewhere else, and you know, maybe take your cap in your carry-on bag and leave the empty bottle right. in your checked bag. And TSA was quick to squash that loophole. Quote, even with a normal bottle cap, this item is still considered a replica and is not allowed in carry on or checked bags. If our officers discover a replica item during screening and believes it's real, does that mean if the officer believes the repl- replica is a real replica or? How,
0: how much of this could be covered by a, a, Monday, a Monday morning meeting with all the TSA agents? Hey, by the way, guys, Disney just opened Galaxy's Edge. You might see some of these things. Trust me, it's not a bomb. It used to contain Coca-Cola. The oh, item will Thanks Bob. Yeah, the, we
2: won't do that. The item will be treated as such until advised otherwise by law enforcement. So basically they're saying if you were to take this bottle, dump it out or you know finish the fluid inside of it, separate the cap from this so without the cap which is sort of designed to look like this it's a large chunk of plastic but it's supposed to look like whatever the prop looks like from the movies right Uh, that's the detonator the detonator part right uh then below that you just have a round i presume plastic i doubt they're making this out of metal so i presume a plastic ball it's just a ball looking thing it looks like you could hang it from a christmas tree so you have something that looks like a christmas tree ornament without the cap on it it's completely empty at this point and what they're trying to tell you is if they believe just at a glance because all you'd have to do is pick it up and look oh that's yeah, an empty an empty it's a thing. a Coke bottle. Uh, yeah. All you would have to do is pick it up. But if they were to see it and think it was real, they'll then call the bomb squad in. And until the um, bomb squad tells them that it's a safe device, they'll treat it as a real bomb.
1: I, I got to say, if I see something and I think it's a bomb, I'm almost completely unlikely to pick it up and investigate further. <laughs> I'm probably going to step enough. away from it quickly. <laughs> but this is
0: sort of their job. Their job is to identify dangerous objects.
1: So, while, so they can be thrown in the trash. <laughs> while three people are
0: gathered around the little, uh, you know, the, the X-ray machine, looking at this thing, trying to figure out, is that a thermal detonator cap on that round object? I saw these in Star Wars. The terrorists might be using. While they're doing that, 50 other bags are going through with God knows what in it because TSA misses 95 plus percent of actual guns in their own tests. Hmm. Do you guys ever get the note uh from TSA in your checked bag? I've we've we've gone through your stuff. We took everything that was valuable, but thank you. Something, You've gotten that note. Yeah, I have. I get it almost ever I think I get it every time.
2: And that's cuz usually when I'm traveling, we've got remote equipment. Right, so I've got like a mixer with microphones and cables. Right. So there's like there's always a bunch of wires in my uh, my bag. So I imagine that probably sets off whatever X ray device that they're using, and then they take a take a closer look at it. Uh, but apparently, a bunch of wires and you know electronic components don't uh, raise any susp- I mean, they don't get confiscated right Like right. I, i've not thankfully i've not gotten to my destination and not had the wires or the mixer or whatever other electronic devices that yeah, are in, that would be in a my bomb. bag um so i mean why aren't those bomb like you know don't you need wires to hook up some bombs sometimes
0: especially a blue wire and a red wire now every <laughs> good bomb maker always includes a blue wire and a red wire and one of those if snipped in the wrong order will detonate it Immediately, I've learned that. And I think that was in a Die Hard movie, too. Maybe I'm getting my movies. That, that little trope has been done in 50,000 different movies. But NSA is just, I, I don't know what they're, what are they shooting for? I think they are shooting for TSA? publicity. TSA. I'm sorry, TSA. Are they just shooting for publicity? Well, that's why I say it wouldn't surprise
2: me if Coca-Cola actually sponsored this uh, particular band because it's resulted in a tremendous amount of publicity for this product. Mm-hmm. I had not known to so come it
1: down is. and buy this product that you can't take home. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> well, no, but people are going to want this thing. I mean, I presume that this is an exclusive to this location. Uh, the, you know, as far as the, the Disney theme park thing that they're doing with with Star Wars but you can already find them on ebay and such
0: amazing so. and those prices are going to be insane um it is yep. just it, it's
2: ship at it home that's what you're going to have to do at this point if you want to get your kids one of these things you're going to have to just go to fedex or something like that and ship it
0: back and for those of you who truly believe that the tsa is doing god's work and keeping us safe those people don't actually exist do they I don't know. I think
1: that they, if it was God's work, would they they wouldn't need to do it, would they? Right, you <laughs> wouldn't God anyway. do that? I think Are you saying God's lazy. I am. I am <laughs> just saying that
0: if you believe that the TSA is necessary and keeps us safe from terrorists, um, and they're not just creating a, a vast theater played out writ large on all of America, you're wrong. You're the TSA can't find real, real things that really look like bombs and really look like guns on their aircraft 95% of the time when they self-test. It is a disgrace. Um, And planes still aren't coming down left and right, which leads me to believe, what, the terrorists aren't even really trying either. We did that one, so let's move on to something else.
2: I agree with what uh, nobody said. If you wanted to do a real terror strike, you'd do it at the checkpoint where there's a bunch of people waiting around. Mm -hmm. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Eight
0: fifty-five-four fifty-free. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. That's our toll free number where you can set the topic. We are talking about thermal detonator shaped Coke bottles for sale at certain Disney theme parks that the TSA is warning people not to try to get on an airplane because they look like the actual fake thing from a movie. <laughs> It's insane. But first, I do want to tell you, we talked a little bit about, we talk a lot about cryptocurrency on this show. And if you've got crypto, you need a place to keep it. Why not your wallet? Well, your leather wallet, that's not going to work. You need to keep it in a actual digital wallet where you keep your digital currencies. Edge Wallet is used by a lot of Free Talk Live hosts. We like it. Edge Wallet is available in iOS and Android uh versions. You can uh buy, sell, and trade and securely hold your cryptocurrencies. It's user controlled. You own your money. You control your own keys. There's support for BTC, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Tokens, Monero, Ripple, Stellar, and many more cryptocurrencies. It's a veteran team. They've been building apps since 2014 and they believe one thing and that is secure your freedom for more information go to edge.app that's edge.app i'm fumbling a bit guys this Lyme disease is just messing with my head i noticed it a bit more today i was hmm. having trouble putting sentences together
1: you've been you doing you got the lime in the coconut. <laughs> i do i have
0: the lime literally in my coconut it is i think that's
1: figurative unless your head is actually a coconut i refer to
0: my head as a (laughs) coconut because it's really been like a coconut since i uh since i came down with this odd malady uh but we've been talking about these thermal detonator shaped coke bottles and and imagining how how many kids are going to be disappointed because the tsa can't let their people know that there's a toy out there that right is round
2: cuz most
0: people are probably not going to get the news
2: cuz not everybody pays attention to the news they're not watching the ask tsa uh, twitter channel they're not you know they're not going to no. find out about this until the last moment right when they're getting ready to you know uh get through the security checkpoint and they get stopped
0: and you've got a couple kids who have been sugared out of their minds at Disney yeah. for a few days and you're scrambling to make it to the airport and you're running late because nobody went before we got in the rental car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's trip back to the, you know, it's it, this is how vacations go. So you're already behind schedule and you're just trying to just try. Please let us make it through security. <laughs> please i know i know i don't have a knife on me i know i don't have a gun on me just make it a smooth trip through security so we can make our nope sorry you're gonna
2: need to step over here and wait while we get out our special secret security search team as they give you a
0: extra special pat down and free massage (laughs) because you had a coke bottle because you had a coke bottle shaped like a star wars movie prop This is insanity. This is not keeping you safe. This is making you more vulnerable to a real attack because you've got the TSA scrambling as if it's mission number one to identify confusingly shaped Coke bottles. Now, nobody, you did say during one of the breaks that if you were involved in a
2: security screening uh, checkpoint, you'd probably want to consider these things off limits as well.
1: Well, I don't know about off limits, but they would be irritating coming through because on the one hand, you know, you don't want to let a real grenade through. On the other hand, you don't want to stop uh and spend a long time looking at, at every fake grenade that you see. So mm-hmm. so it would certainly be an irritating situation. I under I understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um but uh
0: I can tell you right now, this does not look like a real grenade if you've ever held a real grenade. Uh, they are baseball shaped. I mean, the idea is to be able to throw mm-hmm. it along wise. Uh, it but does this, look about the size
2: of a baseball, right? Like I'm looking at that person's palm and they're a nah, little smaller, yeah. maybe? And I have seen
1: nah, grenades that are, kind of, that are more bulbous than the uh, pineapple shaped things. Yeah, that, the
0: pineapple shape kind that of went we're out in to. World War II um the modern grenades are round but they are much smaller this thing's look looks like it's close to the size of a grapefruit should all round objects be uh you know pr-
2: prohibited from these i mean if that's what the concern is is that the look of this thing could set somebody into thinking oh my god there's a grenade in that checked bag uh do they do they you know do the same thing if somebody's got a few tennis balls rolling around in their bag or a, good, a
0: grapefruit as you suggested a good point because mm. uh, when you're ball. looking at
2: an x-ray, you don't necessarily you know, know right?
0: Well, you're, you're missing the spoon and the pen and all that stuff that goes on yeah. a, a real grenade. Uh, and there's thing, none of that crap here. I mean, again,
2: they said that even without the cap, so if you remove the cap from this, they're still going to disallow
0: it. Then it really is going to look like a Christmas ornament. It's going to look like either a Christmas ornament or a strange ball. Yeah. yeah. TSA doesn't like Santa Claus. So this is not going. Uh, it's just insanity. And and like I said, I mean, if there are people out there who mean to do the United States harm and you're trying to protect us, focus on real objects. Don't focus on fake objects. This is not a grenade. I can tell by the size. It couldn't be a grenade. Uh, and you've already told them no, no fluids, so they can't make a fake binary bomb, which pretty much seems to be a fake scare too uh it's insanity Eight fifty 453. 450 free well
2: the tsa guide according to the cnbc article they do have a sense of humor about some of the items or at least they're trying to pretend like they do uh the apparently you can bring a lightsaber uh, it says here quote sadly the technology doesn't currently exist to create a real lightsaber However, you can pack a toy lightsaber in your carry-on or checked bag. May the force be with you. That's from their
0: What Can I Bring guide. Oh, because thermal detonators are real? (laughs) I mean, they're as fake as anything else. We're going to go to the phones where we've got Tom in New Hampshire. Yeah, there's no logic here. This is just ridiculous. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Yeah, it's about identity theft.
0: Hmm. Okay.
4: Identity fraud is what it actually is, because you cannot steal somebody's identity, but uh, you can commit fraud by misrepresenting that you are that person.
5: All right. Okay. And
4: see, we are being uh, brainwashed into believing that it is somehow our job to keep uh, private certain information, and I'm getting, uh, which is impossible, uh, especially your date of birth. Uh, The state of Ohio, by the way, puts the voter registration list online on the Secretary of State's website with everybody's date of birth and home address and everything. Mm, That's handy. Uh, Yeah, well, uh, it's handy, especially for candidates who want to uh, address, you know, stuff that's important to young people, to young people, and uh, senior citizens, to senior citizens, and stuff like that. But um, you remember Aaron Hernandez, the NFL, the the Patriots player— who went to prison for murder.
1: No. Yeah.
4: And his uh his lawyer, Michael Fee, is turning sixty tomorrow. He's gonna to be a sexagenarian, same as I am. And the way that I happen to know that is because back in uh Miss Shapiro's Spanish class at Hingham High School, he was showing off his Massachusetts learner's permit. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, I took a look at that, and it said he was born on August 30th of 1959. And, you know, when you, the day you were born, you had no way to stop your mother from telling people that she had a baby, which makes it impossible to stop that information from getting out. The correct procedure is for the bank to uh, require an ID. And if you're applying over the phone, then you maybe send the credit card to a local bank near where you live, and you go in there and present your ID to pick it up instead of just uh, anybody can call up the bank and claim to be you, and if they can rattle off enough stuff, oh, and send it to my new address, and they'll mail a credit card with your name on it to that new address. Because, you know, especially stuff like, uh, back then, by the way, your Massachusetts driver's license number was your Social Security number. Wow. Let's say (laughs) your, your date of birth, you know, I mean, you're, you're, once that's out there, once somebody has it, there's nothing to stop them decades later from calling up Free Talk Live and going on the air and telling the whole country what your date of birth was. Yeah, so that's It's definitely impossible to keep this stuff secret. The banks have to do their job and send it certified mail, restricted delivery. They need so to. Yeah, yeah. There's uh,
0: shocking to uh, too much acquired. stuff you get just in the mail has too much information. Thanks for your yeah, call. It's
2: shockingly easy to socially engineer, you know, banks and such.
0: The uh, inspiration for Catch Me If You Can, that guy who hacked every, uh, was doing all that stuff, he says he'll never own a debit card because that is the...
6: Hello, everyone. This is Courtney Shrem, and I want to invite you to join my husband and I, Charlie Shrem, on his new show, Untold Stories. For a deep dive into crypto history with the people who made that history. Together, we'll explore the personalities and events that gave rise to Bitcoin and the crypto revolution. The innovation, the collaboration, the battles and the busts. You'll have a front row seat to the early days of crypto up to today. And you'll hear it from the folks who lived through it and survived to drive this movement mainstream. Untold Stories looks back to reveal what inspired some of the greatest minds on earth to come together to create this technology and change the future for everyone. So join Charlie and his guests, the techies and the traders, the entrepreneurs and the innovators, as they explore our past and understand. What that means for the future.
3: Free Talk Live.
0: This is Free Talk Live, 855-453. That's 855 450 This is our number two for us. Free Talk Live does three hours of live radio pretty much every day of the year including holidays, I'll talk to you on Thanksgiving. That's always one of my nights. In studio, it's myself, Chris. And I'm Ian. And I'm nobody. And we have, we spent the first hour uh, talking about the TSA banning thermal detonator. That's something from Star Wars, kids. Uh, shaped Coke bottles because they couldn't tell the difference between a movie prop or something that actually would only look like a movie prop and uh, an explosive. And, of course, there's no exceptions. They can't actually make a decision. They can't pass a memo around to everybody new on shift saying, keep your eye out for these things. There's nothing to worry about. Disney's handing them out. And uh, evidently, it's not a threat, folks. Don't worry about it. It's just a Coke bottle. Um, But that's enough for the TSA to ruin thousands of people's vacations. And uh, as someone who has traveled with small children on vacation on an airplane, I don't need your help. I don't need you to help make this trip worse. It's stressful enough as it is. is It is. It is a uh, it's a challenge. We'll just leave it at that. Um, But staying with the federal um, law enforcement machine, the FBI is going to study two broken cameras outside Epstein's cell when he died.
1: Hmm. So um, well, that's going to take a
2: long time. Yep. Looks like they're broken. OK.
1: Yep.
0: Uh,
5: apparently. Well, apparently they've
1: been taken down and shipped to the crime lab. So I, I'm guessing they're going to try and determine who broke them. or so, how they got that. <laughs> way.
0: So to kind of go back a few points, there's been uh, investigations and a lawsuit against uh, a, a good friend of Bill Clinton's and a good friend of uh, Donald Trump, who now says, I never had anything to do with that guy. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, who was uh, famously uh, arrested. He was awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges. But, Ian, you've got a little bit more about this uh, investigation.
1: I think it is pretty well documented, though, that uh, Trump threw Epstein out of his club about 15 years ago for hitting on young girls. So Was this young girl uh, with Trump? I don't know if she was with <laughs> Trump or not. Well, she was actually working in the health spa,
0: thing. Interesting. So, okay. I don't know why yeah.
1: they would have a girl that young working in the health spa in the first place. Sounds like a bad plan to me, but... Trump
2: yeah. uh, did claim that he had uh, falling out with Epstein at some point. So they Positive were friends, one. but they uh, allegedly no longer yeah. are. It resulted in some something in court. Of course, everybody associated with Epstein is, you know, pretending... To not know anything about anything Mm. that he was into, Uh, this Prince Andrew guy who was videoed at Epstein's uh, apartment complex or whatever building he had in one of his buildings in in New York uh, was videoed opening the door while some young lady was walking out. I mean, like this guy pretends like nothing was going on or that he didn't know anything about uh, what was going on and, you know. I'm sure some people believe
0: him. I'm sure they do. Um, But
2: according to Reuters, two cameras that malfunctioned outside the jail cell where financier Jeffrey Epstein died as he awaited trial on sex trafficking charges have been sent to an FBI crime lab for examination, according to a law enforcement source. Well, I'm not sure exactly what they're expecting to find out. I mean, if the camera's not working... Examining the camera isn't going to reveal much about when it stopped working, right? if,
0: if this were anybody well, I mean, but they, the FBI, it, they could possibly tell if it had been tampered with. Possibly. I, yeah. Um, the question Wait, is— Wait, if it was is,
1: anybody but the, the FBI, they could— <laughs> huh? I'm
0: just saying that, I mean, this story involves a lot of people in government. Mm-hmm. Sure. And a lot of people who Governors, have, presidents. Who have been at the highest levels of government. So excuse my incredulity when you say we're we're gonna have our people look into this. Uh if they if they took this stuff and they said, you know what, uh there's this sheriff in Montana who's who used to run his own video surveillance company he'd be really good one to look at i'd have more faith in that Mm -hmm. if you were to give it to uh another government completely uh, i wouldn't even really put a lot of faith in that but the idea or if you just you know had some independent group of experts look at this as opposed to the u.s government i you know i hate to say it but it's it's again it's another example to me of we're going to investigate our own crime so we make sure we're found not guilty. Mm. I don't know.
2: This is something that people speculated about, including, I think, on this show, uh, that, oh, guess what? The cameras aren't going to be working. And turns out two mm. of them weren't working. Two. Not one, but two cameras.
0: Before that, everybody was making the joke that watch Hepstein, uh, he'll probably commit suicide in jail because, you know, he's associated with the Clintons and so far i think hillary has 50 i think it's 56 people she has known have killed themselves Mm -hmm. that's a lot that's a high number for anybody it's
2: gonna happen in somebody's lifetime but i
1: don't think it's just people she's known it's people that she's been involved in crooked things with
0: or that has worked for her or something i mean it's it's well she always
1: worked in government and government's a crooked crooked. thing
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) absolutely um but yeah, I, the first joke was, you know, did you hear about Epstein? He he committed suicide tomorrow. Um mm-hmm. and and then, you know, of course, uh, as soon as he was found dead, watch uh, there's not going to be any cameras. Uh, of course, they immediately mm-hmm. couldn't produce any of that, and there are testimony from some of the guards that were there apparently saying you could hear him screaming before he was found. Epstein? Epstein. Well, they are saying in a different story that I have pulled
2: up on this uh, from the independent.co.uk that uh, lawyers for Epstein are saying that the injuries uh, that he received were more consistent with murder than with suicide, according to an expert that they hired uh, to take a look at whatever autopsy Uh, Details had gone on. The financier died on August 10th in his prison cell. The coroner of New York did rule the death was suicide by hanging. But Martin Weinberg, one of the financier's lawyers, claimed the expert had concluded the injuries found on the 66-year-old's neck were more consistent with homicide than suicide. The lawyer asked Richard Berman, the judge presiding over the hearing, to look into the matter. A prosecutor argued the judge would not have jurisdiction. Berman said, quote, I think it's fair game for defense counsel to raise its concerns. They say Uh, another Epstein lawyer claimed, quote, we want the court to help us find out what happened. Well, I don't know what they could really do at this point. It's just going to be two medical experts saying, you know, one thing, one saying one thing, the other saying another. And we know the government isn't going to want to investigate itself too hard on this stuff
0: yeah i I think they want this to just go away but this this story has been going on for it's got legs yeah it's uh you know what uh twenty days now and and when you do more stuff, it just makes it the thing is is we've been a- we've been exposed as as a people in the United States to too many examples of things the government said they're just lies i I don't say that facetiously mm-hmm. this feeling has been. You know, it it definitely predated the Kennedy assassination. Now, how many of you believe that, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone shooter in Dealey Plaza? Do you still believe that? Because most people don't believe that. How many people believe that the, the United States government has never encountered any evidence of uh, unidentified flying objects ufos
1: has there been a been a poll done on uh, what i mean i'm sure there have been polls done but what are the latest polls on on who killed jfk that would be interesting
0: yeah i've seen it i've seen headlines that have said you know the majority of people but that doesn't tell us anything um i think that most people don't believe the the warren commission report on jfk and and even when Congress investigated it, they came up with the idea that it doesn't look. It looks like there were gunshots from multiple areas based well, on if those they were, dictaphone uh, tapes.
1: If they were telling us the whole truth, they wouldn't have to keep hiding documents. And Trump hit him again. Eight fifty-five, four fifty-three. This is Free Talk Live.
0: This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number, 855-450-3733. In studio, it's Chris. Ian. And nobody. And I'd like to tell you, how to how do you accept cryptocurrency? You've heard of it. You're wondering.
1: Enthusiastically.
0: Enthusiastically. You're, you're mm-hmm. wondering how you would take it in your store. Well, it's simple. Go to HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. And follow the instructions. They will help you get hooked up online and ready to accept crypto right away. Do you operate a retail business or looking for a solution for point-of-sale cryptocurrency acceptance? It's never been easier thanks to HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. There's no paperwork or approval process to open an account. If you already have a tablet at your cash register, you're almost done. Just visit HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. And follow the simple steps. Within moments, you'll be accepting cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin Dash, Bitcoin Cash, at your store. You will become part of this. Get started now at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. That is HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. I use it. It works great. And I love to accept cryptocurrency because I don't like the dollar. I have no faith in the United States monetary system. I think it's going to tank. I think the next crash is going to be a heck of a lot worse than the last one.
2: Get your crypto now in that case. Because if uh, it tends to be that when government currencies crash, now obviously there's no way to predict the future, but this is the way it seems like it goes. Like if you look at Cyprus, if you look at Venezuela, whenever government currencies are crashing and Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies are available, people start putting their money in those those economies, they start moving it into the cryptocurrencies. Now it's it's better late than never in that case,
0: but it's usually right. better to do it earlier than later. Exactly, and you can you can look at a lot of things that are going on in the world. There, the, the world isn't really stable, and you can also look at what some people do. Warren Buffett, uh, famously, famously was stockpiling cash before the last crash. He had had gotten out of a lot of positions and a lot of things before everything really blew up with the subprime housing market. Um, He had converted a lot of his shares in a lot of companies to cash. Well, guess what, folks? He's doing that again. Uh, He's lowering his positions with a lot of big companies in the United States and stockpiling cash. I think it's even better if you actually stockpile cryptocurrencies. So we were talking uh, the last segment, you know, wondering who believes who really believes that Jeffrey Epstein really killed himself in front of two um, apparently failed video cameras, the only things uh, watching him because the the guards uh, didn't check on him like they could have done, and they uh, called the footage unusable. So there was apparently yeah, footage, just but it was
2: unusable,
0: interesting.
2: So I don't know if that means the camera was completely on the fritz or it was just janky, you know, to where it wasn't reliable. Didn't show
0: things we wanted it to see. Uh-huh. Um, but we were we were discussing this and the question came up and we brought up JFK. You know, how many people actually believe the Warren Commission? And And for you youngsters out there, this was the official government body that went in, looked at the JFK assassination back in 19... 19- he was killed in 1963, November 22nd. They were looking into it in 1964 and trying to find out you know, what happened. Um, at its highest point in this poll, in 1975, 81% of Americans did not believe the Warren Commission. Where it stands today, 61% of Americans do not believe the official findings that the U.S. government put out. Um, So more people
1: now do is there any information about what those who don't believe how many of those who don't believe that uh the warren commission or who how many of the others said i don't know as opposed to i do believe it because it seems like there's a lot of people on earth today for whom this has never been an issue they've never thought about it
0: uh, I think there are a lot of people, and I suspect, I mean, if you looked at the people they polled, 61% uh, might be the only percentage who are still around that remember all that. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. They do, um, you know, have some listings of who do you think did it? Uh, the mafia comes in at 13%. <laughs> the, U- the U.S. government ties uh, federal government involvement or the U.S. government ties the mafia at 13 percent as many people wow. believe the u.s government killed kennedy as they believe that it was a mob hit which
1: you know well course, either way it's a mob hit <laughs>
0: that's right exactly <laughs> just a different, a different mob, mob. Yeah. Um, my belief is the u.s government hired the mafia to kill him really uh, mm-hmm. No, i'm just throwing that out there because the numbers happen to match up uh, we're going to go on the phones go to the phones where we've got david in dallas this was coincidental. Uh, David, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind?
5: What's up, guys? Man, you're throwing a lot of curveballs at me. Uh, let me just shotgun everything that you were saying previously. Epstein. have um, I think that probably the jail forgot to change out their VHS. Um, whether the mob or the U.S. <laughs> government killed Kennedy, uh, is that not synonymous like it's, it's, it's worth the difference oh my God. uh what else did you say i'm i'm losing track here
2: i just think um, your your comment uh, that they need to change out the vhs is hilarious and it's also probably true it wouldn't surprise me if they were still stuck uh in you know the 1980s as far as their uh their security system i mean you would hope not but it is the government mm. and uh industry in general tends you know just My observation, at least, is that industry in general tends to only change technology when they absolutely have to. Like, when things start to break so much, they then have to replace their computer system. Uh, Whether that be, you know, uh, tech industry or whatever we're talking about, it's surprising how many businesses are still using just ancient equipment, dot matrix printers, things like this. And then you look to the government, I mean, they can afford to have
0: top-of-the-line equipment, But are they? I'm telling you, no. When I worked for the federal government, we were about 20 years behind in communications. Really?
1: Yeah.
2: See, everybody wants to believe the government is still got
1: some green screens in in government offices. Yeah, Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me.
5: (laughs) And you guys also were talking about the TSA and and things of that nature. I I just want to bring this up Um, here in the state of Texas. I and this is why i'm asking because i don't know if it's nationwide or not but um we have to get a different license um in order to fly like if, if you want to get yeah. on a plane domestic is so is that nationwide or what it's is this? An, a,
0: a well, number it's of true states, it's new- the real id that's the federal requirement to get on a plane now here in new hampshire where the show's broadcast from we resisted at first we went probably a good 10 years or so before uh, our our state government caved and said, We're, we'll go real ID.
2: Well, let's talk about that because that's uh, that's a brief overview, Chris, but there's a little more detail worth there sharing. There is more. Thanks for the call tonight. Definitely appreciate it.
0: We'll talk further about it coming up here on Free Talk Live. Absolutely. And it's interesting. Do you remember JFK? Do you still believe the Warren Report? Or do you believe Epstein, 855-453? This is Free Talk Live.
1: This is
0: Free Talk Live, 855-453, that's our toll-free number, 855-450-3733, that's the number you can call to get on the air, but first, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Henry K. who is Henry K? he is a member of our amplifier program. What is our amplifier program? AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote Free Talk Live. He is a silver member, so he has uh, pledged to contribute five bucks a month, and that's all it takes to become part of the amplifier program. We use that money to try to get on more radio stations, to get the message of liberty in more people's heads. That's the goal. That's what we're here for, and people like Henry K help us do it. So again, thank you very much. Uh, with the app program, you get some benefits too. It's it's not that you have to pay to listen to our podcasts or nope, things that we. Free. Everything's most everything we do is free, but Webcam's we do. Free. But we do things like a you know an amp only uh, Facebook page. There's an amp only. I think it's a group Facebook group. Facebook group. That's yeah. what it is. Um, and some other perks and benefits, and they're they're kind of nice. And it's just our way of saying thank you to those people who uh, go above and beyond for us, and we appreciate it. Um, yeah. Thanks, Henry. Yeah, we've been websites uh, amp.freetalklive.com.
2: If thank you. want to join Ian. that? Um, so I want to talk about Real ID before we go on. I know Gene is on the line, but no, since
0: you—it's no, a good point. It
2: did come up in the last conversation, and I thought it would be important to clarify that New Hampshire has introduced, sadly, uh, Real ID compliant licenses. However, they are still an option, so you can still opt out of having the Real ID compliant license. Although, from what I've been told by people who have. Uh, gone to get a license or update a license on in recent like the last two to three years since this thing came about i did it this year that they are heavily pushing it that they're trying to tell people they ought to get it yep they they
0: told me that and i said thank you no i don't want uh i don't need a federally approved id i don't want a standardized id I don't want my information included in a federal database. Well, that's what REAL ID does, right?
2: It's it's a set of standards come up by the with by the federal government that states are abiding by in in many cases. In the case of New Hampshire, you can choose. And I'd be curious to know how many people are choosing one way versus the other. And in a given year's time, when they serve their customers, how many of them are, are going with the Real ID versus not? Again, they're pushing the Real ID. And I would say they're also lying about Real ID because, well, either they're lying or they're just unknowingly channeling misinformation. They've been given misinformation, and so they're giving out misinformation. So they're probably telling people... Well, you're going to need this if you want to fly. Come the year 2020, and I'm I'm going to say that's a lie. That is not true information. I don't believe that is going to be the case at all. Yeah. Because as as recently as 2009, now I realize that's a decade ago, but you know, 2009, 2010, uh, we had a co-host here on Free Talk Live, Sam Dodson, who regularly flew without any ID whatsoever. So the whole idea that you're going to need a real ID in order to fly, I'm going to call that's BS, um, because you sh- still should be able to fly with no ID, and so therefore, if you have an ID that's not a real ID, you'll certainly still be able to fly. It's just they may put you through some additional screening process. Now, what that's going to look like in 2020, whether it's just going to be the super secret pat-down thing that they do, uh, or they're going to have like questions that you'll have to answer, I don't know. Uh, but I, I, you're still, in my opinion, you will still be able to fly without a real ID compliant uh, identification. And I intend to fly without that identification. I, I do not have a real ID compliant uh, driver's license, and so you know somebody's going to find this out relatively quickly uh, come 2020 when the supposed deadline that the federal government has put down is going to come. Now, also it's worth pointing out the federal government's deadline, has been moved back and back and back and back. So it was originally going to be years ago um and now it's
0: twenty twenty. So they kept they keep just kicking the can down the road. Well it's all about flying. Let's see what the federal government says. Uh, this is from TSA.gov and first it, it lists, you know, US passport, Department of Defense ID DHS designated enhanced driver's license. These are all the IDs they'll accept. You can accept a US Merchant Marine credential, REAL ID. Then there's a section here, let's see what it says. Forgot your ID? Question mark. Hmm. In the event you arrive at the airport without valid identification because it is lost or at home, you may still be allowed to fly. See? The TSA officer may ask you to complete an identity verification process which includes collecting information such as your name address and other personal information to confirm your identity so they are on one hand saying you've got to have real id don't fly without real id but you can also fly without id right (laughs) just it's going to take
2: a little longer so if you're flying without real id go ahead and budget some extra time just so you i don't know how long this extra process is going to take is it another five minutes
0: 15 minutes a half hour i have no clue they say tsa recommends that you arrive at least two hours in advance of your flight time well that's standard though right they they
2: recommend that for everybody
0: but that's listed underneath forgot your id so again They've got all your information. I don't care who you are. The federal government has all your information. Yep. They could verify who you are relatively quickly. Evidently, not so long it, that it would change your flight time. Well, I mean. remember, there's no
2: obligation for the government goons to be honest with you. They don't have to tell the truth. The statutes can say one thing, and they can do a completely different set of things. And the only way you find out what the truth is is if you challenge what they're telling you.
0: Right. So if you've got a flight coming up that you're not particularly in a, in a hurry for, uh, give it a shot. If it's completely on you, we're not recommending anything. But if you if anybody out there would like to try flying without an ID, I mean, the government says you can.
2: Ari is about to do it uh, this weekend. Oh, she... one of our co-hosts, our Monday night uh, co-host. Now she is traveling
0: back home to literally get, get an, an ID. ID.
2: She has she has her old ID, but it's expired and that's not a valid ID. even though it's still your picture, it's still the same information. Well, the expiration date is passed, so that's not a real you know it's not a valid ID anymore. So uh, yeah, she's gonna try this out and try to fly without ID and see what the process is like.
0: And it's gonna be interesting because she's transgender. Um, so, that's true. <laughs> so her real name uh, is not Aria. Correct. No. Her legal name is not Aria. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be interesting to follow how that turns out. We are going to go to the phones where we've got Gene, the Christian anarchist. Gene, you're on Free <laughs> Talk Live.
3: Hey, guys. Hey. Yeah, I thought I would talk a little bit about Hong Kong today because I read an article here. Uh, are the protests still going I- strong out there? They, yeah, every weekend they're having their protests. Wow. But, uh,
1: Go Hong Kong.
2: Massive, massive numbers of people in the streets. The last time I looked, like hundreds of thousands, if not millions, over a million uh, protesters. They had as many as 20% of the entire population in the streets on one particular uh, incident.
3: Wow. Right. Yeah. It's a pretty popular uprising, and Beijing is kind of in a pickle because. If Beijing comes down and cracks down on these people, it will be the end of Hong Kong, as we know it, and it will affect trade with China mm-hmm. so Beijing kind of can't do anything about it, but Beijing also will not back down you know the the one thing about the Chinese Communist Party is they don't back down because then it they lose face and that's the mm-hmm. thing about their well. They, they, they also
1: their... lack a conscience. So they well, have I no mean, governments generally like
3: have that. no conscience because, because they... the people that are
2: working in them may, on their individual lives, take care of their families and they may be loving towards you know the people they care about. But when they're in their position, they're not responsible for their actions. So their their conscience doesn't apply as much. If you want, stand by, uh, Gene. We can we can bring you back. Okay,
0: put you on hold. He wants to talk
2: about what's going on there in Hong Kong. And if you want to join the
0: conversation, you're welcome to do that as well. what do you think of everything going on in Hong Kong? And will the Chinese back down to Trump? That's a question I have. 855-453, this is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, 855 453. That's 855 450 3733. That's our toll free number. That's the number you can call to get on the radio and tell us what you think about anything. This is Open Phones Radio. This is what they used to have, not when you call in and the call screener. Puts you through the ringer, and then tells you, I'm sorry you can't be on. The host is talking about something else. Well, you can control this show. That's a lot of power in your hands. Use it wisely, young Padawan. (laughs) We have been all over the board tonight. We've been spending a lot of time talking about the TSA. The TSA decided they are going to outlaw coke bottles or they're not going to let young children uh you know on airplanes if they got a souvenir thermal detonator coke bottle from disney uh because evidently the tsa believes that they are actually replicas of real replicas that would be what it would be right it would be a replica of a movie prop, which is a replica of something that doesn't really exist in the world. Now, I can kind of see if you're bringing a toy gun on board. I I disagree with that, too. Um, We should be hiring people that can tell toys from real objects. Um, I would hope that they would at least have that base level of uh, skill if you're... Yeah, but you can get a job at the
2: TSA with no skill.
0: I know, that's the problem. Uh, I would hope that they at least have... Yeah, but then they got to pay more. jeez. Oh, you I... don't
2: want the government to pay more for security, do you? I
0: don't want to pay anything.
2: The, the only solution is to get rid of the TSA and allow airports to decide
0: their own security uh, procedures. Better yet, let the airlines themselves do it. Who actually have a vested interest in making sure their planes don't get blown up. Isn't yes. that Ooh. funny? They actually would like to have a flight go through and not have to pay millions out to grieving families... Um, we're going to go back to Discord, where we've got Gene, the Christian anarchist. Gene, you still there? Yes. So we okay, were talking uh, about Hong Kong.
3: Yeah, and the reason I brought this up today is because there's been reports of Chinese troop movements into Hong Kong last night, and it's mm. not un- it, this is not an unusual thing in that it happens once a year, because... Uh, most people don't realize but hong kong is kind of a separate country it's not really but it has its own government and everything which is why uh it's a
1: special economic zone
3: yeah right and but what is it promised that for 50 years and what's happened is there is one block there's one square block of hong kong that is uh uh, the communist chinese block they own that they've put their troops on that block, and it's a high-rise building probably, I don't know, 30 stories tall. So they have troops garrisoned in Hong Kong 24-7. And once a year, apparently, they they do a troop movement into there and rotate the guys out and rotate new guys in. The thing is, those guys that have been there for the last year have watched these Uh, protests out their windows because uh, that's been the target of a lot of protests has been that particular garrison block and so those troops have seen the peaceful protesters year week after week but these new troops that are coming in these are new guys they're for the most part people in china don't know what's going on in hong kong even though it's right across the border yep the The propaganda is so strong in Hong Kong and the nationalism that's being uh, whipped up by the Chinese Communist Party is so effective that these people will hate anybody that says boo against China.
0: So you're saying that if there were a likelihood for violence for these peaceful protests to turn violent, uh, now would be a possible time.
3: That's right. And Saturday they have a big protest scheduled and it. Uh, With these new troops in there, if they decide to uh, turn them loose on the protesters, it could be a very, very nasty event because mm -hmm. those guys haven't seen these people protesting.
0: Right. And I'm not insinuating that the Hong Kong protesters will turn violent. I'm proposing that the Chinese government will turn violent against the protests.
1: Well, they don't have to turn violent. They turned violent immediately. Upon creation,
3: yes, and they are. They are. Uh, they will have absolutely no conscience about uh, shedding blood. They uh, they believe that uh, they have that right to trample over anybody that says anything about China. Now the problem is, the correct move for Beijing would be to back down, and would be to uh, to meet the to let Terry Lam, who's the uh, the puppet there in. Hong Kong to let her just back down on the two on the two or three things that the protesters are demanding and just let them have it and And what are they demanding? Aren't they like shouting about democracy or something? Specifically they have three things, I believe. Uh, the first is the extradition bill that Terry Lamb introduced that would allow people to be extradited to mainland China. They need to drop that bill. That would be number one. And then they they want to know what that is. And then they want an inquiry into the police brutality. And I think there was one other little thing, but I can't remember what it was. So the demands aren't that great. The extradition just means uh, that anybody wanted by Beijing could be extradited out of Hong Kong right. to the courts right. in, in mainland. And right now they can't do that. So uh, yeah. Hong Kong is definitely, uh, they have freedom that the rest of China doesn't have. But if the troops go in there and destroy all that, it's going to cause an economic nightmare that will reflect across the planet because everybody's trading with China.
2: You had said in the last segment that uh, the Chinese government doesn't back down, and that's probably true in in most circumstances. I mean, certainly everybody can remember Tank Man from 1989, or at least those those outside of of China remember him. They did their best to uh, cover him up inside the state. Uh, But I did see, I was actually just watching, I guess it was last night, I was watching a documentary from 2000, I think it's 2006, if I recall correctly, called Soul Train. It is, as in Seoul, South Korea, uh, Soul Train. They, it's like an hour hour long documentary. It looks at kind of uh, a couple of different families that are, uh, that have escaped from North Korea. So they made it out of North Korea. They made it into China. And uh, then, of course, at that point, you know, life doesn't get that much easier because the Chinese government, if they find you, they'll send you back uh, to North Korea, where you will then likely be put to death or at best be put into a prison camp to do hard labor and, you know, then malnourished and, you know, awful things happen. So you don't want to be sent back by the Chinese government. And what they ended up doing was they had this film crew. That documented these families and what they were doing, uh, and at one point they were going to try to like run into a Japanese embassy in the part of China where they where they were to try to apply for asylum, and the guards caught them sort of at the gate. Only a couple of the family members actually made it through. Um, basically, there were a couple of incidents where the these folks that were trying to get out of China were apprehended by the chinese so-called authorities but there was video of this happening and so early in the movie or in the documentary you you sort of led to believe that oh no these you know this family got caught they're screwed they're going to be sent back right um toward the end you end up finding out that because of the video footage uh that they were able to raise some level of awareness about what had happened. Because normally, right. if they catch you trying to you know, cross the border in, uh, out of China, it's a quiet event. They've caught you, you're going back, you're going to die in, in North Korea. But here, there was actually some attention that was brought to it because the video footage existed, and that actually resulted in the Chinese government... Going easy on these people, at least some of them. In a couple of circumstances, a couple were, some of the folks were returned, and it wasn't clear to me which family was which in, right. in this documentary. Sorry. Uh, but there were some folks, because of the video, who the video kept these government bureaucrats in line, even in China. Wow. So it goes to show. That putting video cameras out there and having video of these goons, whether it be Chinese or American, these government goons, doing the awful things they do is the best defense you can possibly have. Publicity is the best defense you can possibly have to what their plans might be. Gene, Except thanks in for your
3: China, call. if they see you doing video, they will come and attack you. True, at the video was
2: mm. was caught from an upstairs window of a hotel that happened to be across from the Japanese embassy. So thanks the, for your call, man. the video was uh, was captured surreptitiously. So that much is true.
0: Yeah, but a camera can be your friend, and that's the U.S. too. Film cops. That's a good. I'd say
2: film all the government bureaucrats because they all deserve to be on the record. You I never know what you. they're going to pull.
0: 855 450 Free, this is Free Talk Live.
7: Business owners. You want more customers? Accept cryptocurrencies. I know you think it's nuts, but listen, people with Bitcoin walk past your store every day. Wouldn't you like it if they came in and bought something? Trust me, they want to. If you've ever talked with a friend or family member who has some Bitcoin, you know this. But how do you take Bitcoin? Is there like a free app you can use? Uh, yes. Go to helpmetakebitcoin.com. Helpmetakebitcoin.com adds Bitcoin to your point of sale totally free. There's nothing new to buy. Use the same equipment you already have, now with Bitcoin. Let's you take other cryptocurrencies too. These things are like sports teams everyone's got their favorite, and you can take all the good ones. And unlike credit cards, you pay no fees. Let the guys at helpmetakebitcoin.com Bring new customers into your store. Help me take Bitcoin.com.
1: Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live.
0: 855 450 free. That's 855 450 3733. That's our toll free number. Thank you for joining us for our number three. We do three hours of radio almost every day of the year, including holidays. And I enjoy it. I enjoy talking about stuff that affects your liberty. But you don't have to talk about what I like to talk about. You can talk about anything you like. That's the idea of open phones radio. You control the airways. Give us a call, 855-450-FREE. In studio, it's myself, Chris. And Ian. And nobody. And what if I were to tell you that a... We've been talking a little bit about TSA incompetence. TSA is confiscating souvenir Coke bottles because they're shaped like thermal detonators from the Star Wars universe. They apparently uh, can't tell their people that, hey, there's these souvenirs going around and you're on a flight out of Orlando. You may see a lot of them uh, because Disney's giving them out. They just, uh, they're just they just choosing to confiscate them all. Well, in this case, we've got a man. This comes to us from Reason.com. A man has spent 82 days in jail. He lost uh, two different jobs he had been Oof, working.
2: That'll happen when
0: you go to jail. It will. Even if they really like you? Yeah. They really just, you know, you can't miss 82 days. It's usually not going to fly. It right, said, you are probably wondering, listening to my voice on your radio, you're probably wondering what this guy was carrying that caused him to get arrested after a flight. He was carrying, can I get a drum roll, please? Honey. Honey, that things that. That delicious substance that bees make, and uh, he was carrying honey. Uh, government incompetence makes an innocent man spend months in jail and lose both of his jobs. Now, Le- I'm not a uh,
2: a meth expert, uh, but I have seen a television show.
0: Right. <laughs> certain, Everything I know about fictional meth, show. I learned on Breaking Bad.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm not a meth, meth expert, but is there a version of meth that resembles honey uh
0: comes in it, it is not uh, that i'm aware of No, it. i thought it was like a crystal uh rock kind of uh product. Well, that's what you're thinking of uh the meth i buy for my own personal consumption always comes in a little bear that's the kind <laughs> of meth i buy i buy uh my meth in a little cartoony shaped bottle that looks like a little bear now i know that actually they have uh
2: cannabis infused honey So so you can actually buy, and I I presume in some states it's legal to do this, uh, to purchase a cannabis honey bear, basically. One of those honey bears that actually has uh, THC-infused honey
0: inside of it. Well, that wasn't the case here. Leon Houghton, a legal green card holder from Jamaica, who has been living in Maryland for almost 10 years arrived at Baltimore-Washington International Airport on December 29th following his yearly pilgrimage back home. U.S. Customs and Border Protection detained him. For what? He wasn't sure. Maybe he put the honey in the thermal detonator. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Oh, For what? He wasn't sure. Maryland Transportation Authority police then arrested him, telling him that the (laughs) bottles in his bag labeled, quote-unquote, honey oh my god doing finger quotes had tested positive for methamphetamine a police dog sniffed are Hotton's- the
1: field tests that bad i mean they're that miserable oh the field tests are awful they're i've seen i've seen a lot of stories about their inaccuracy
0: yeah wow. Um, a police dog sniffed houghton's bag raising suspicion that he had drugs probably also that he's jamaican flying from jamaica i'm just guessing and well, a- he was flying out of uh, B- uh, baltimore uh, he was flying into, let me
2: see. He'd already lived in Maryland for 10 years.
1: I think he was returning to the U.S. from a pill. pill. Oh, oh, yeah, it says
2: yeah. he was going, yeah, he was back in Jamaica. I apologize. Yep.
0: Uh, a police, yeah, um, let's see. A police dog sniffed Hotton's bag, raising suspicions that he had drugs because the dog told them. The last time uh, dogs told anyone anything I think that That was was in the Son of Sam murders. Oh, okay. Uh, And a field trip at the airport yielded positive results for meth. He spent the next 82 days in jail. Wow. Except the bottles really were full of honey. Maryland State Police Lab test results confirmed that on January 17th. Now, keep in mind, he was arrested December 29th. Yeah. On January 17th, they confirmed that the test results... Were It confirmed that it was honey. Evidently, they hand a little bit of the substance to a bear, and if he likes it, that tells them it's honey. And prosecutors dropped three drug counts, felony drug counts, six days later, six days after January 17th. So now we're talking uh, January 23rd. Uh, yet he stayed in jail what the state was still pursuing a misdemeanor possession charge the lab results (laughs) notwithstanding because maryland's lab is not fully equipped to test liquids this is insane they kept a misdemeanor drug charge on him because they they could yeah we can't prove that it's meth but the dog uh told us so we're holding you uh, and still keeping you stand. in jail because we still have this misdemeanor against you. I want to question my witness. No kidding. Because Maryland's lab is not fully equipped to test liquids. On January 24th, Houghton and his lawyer sought his immediate re- immediate release on bail. Unbelievable. They won't even give him bail. They won't. <laughs> it
2: was denied. <laughs> He hasn't actually harmed anybody. There's no real evidence that there's any drugs here whatsoever, but they're still denying him the opportunity
0: to just pay bail. Bail isn't the same thing as getting off scot-free. It's bail. Citing Mm. the canine hit and positive field test results, prosecutors maintained the lesser charge, again, possession, while law enforcement sent the bottles to a Homeland Security lab in Georgia for more testing meanwhile this guy is sitting in jail yeah it's crazy they never had any evidence repeat the police never had any evidence that there was methamphetamine Mm -hmm. normally houghton wouldn't be released uh would have been released on his own recognizance since the charge levied against him had been whittled down to one misdemeanor but the original felony counts triggered an active Immigration and Customs Enforcement ICE detainer. So if the state released oh, him, man. the feds could arrest him and deport him. Houghton's legal saga took place in the midst of Winter's lengthy government shutdown, <laughs> meaning that no one could get in touch with the agency to have the detainer lifted. Uh, now, I I don't like uh, this aspect of the story because they're sort of blaming it on the shutdown. The best thing that happens in a shutdown is the government can't do as much harm. That's a good thing. Um, but in this, well, it's
2: all it says is that the feds could arrest and deport him. Right. So that may be the excuse the state used to continue his detention, but they didn't have to. They could have just let him go. And and or let him go on bail, which of course is still stupid because they already had the test results showing that it was honey from their own lab. But then they said, no, that's not good enough. We need to send this to the federal government testing lab so we can double make sure that it's actually honey. And while we do this, we're not going to grant you bail. You need to sit in a prison cell until the results come back. Two, you know, another month or or month and a half later.
0: We have no evidence that this is anything but honey. But you are going to sit in a jail cell. Wasn't there
2: another guy that got popped for having like, like sugar from donuts on his front seat in his car or there on his are,
0: pants? There are uh, yeah, too there many There was cases. a guy who got
1: popped for uh, cotton candy that <laughs> they mistook for uh, the blue meth for Breaking Bad, <laughs> I
0: suppose. A, a couple in uh, were traveling through Pennsylvania and got popped for soap. Uh, soap was on wow. their on their car floor and And i'll
1: bet these pigs who do this don't even have the decency to kill themselves
0: (laughs) yeah they're still out there if
1: if you're listening and you've done this to somebody go hang yourself the idea that you (laughs) would
0: lock somebody up someone who is innocent in the quote unquote land of the free do you believe this country is free when you lock up a man for honey This is insanity and it's run of the mill, eight fifty five, four fifty free. This is free talk live. This is free talk live 855-453 that's free as in freedom that's our toll-free number 855-450-3733 before we begin i do want to tell you about my magic love my, my magic, magic love. love magic love Wow. i am just Lyme disease <laughs> brain tell us
1: about your magic love
0: Well, I don't want to tell you too much, but it is black tooth powder. Uh, It is black tooth powder made of charcoalized coconut shells and bentonite clay. Both of these things, you can eat them. It's safe. Clinically proven to whiten teeth, and it's available in most health food stores, Sprouts, CVS, Natural Grocers, and Walmart's Natural Beauty Isle. You can save 20% off if you go to MyMagicMud.com, just put in coupon code FTL20. My girlfriend is trying this stuff out. Oh, yeah. She's trying the powder. Oh, the, the real the, stuff. The, the real stuff. My Magic Mud. I Mudge. use their toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. And we ha- we have that too, Um, but... She's, she's doing it in, in the uh, shower, okay, uh, which they recommend. And uh, and she's a smoker, right? She is a smoker. So hopefully it'll make a difference for her. It should. See, I just quit smoking, so I don't need anything. I'm going to try it, too. Well,
2: no, the idea is it'll take it'll supposedly whiten your it'll teeth. It'll whiten everything. Mark and swears by the stuff. Yeah. He says it did a great job for him.
0: So uh, she's giving it a shot first, and then I'm going to give it a shot. We're taking pictures of our teeth first. So we can see what the results are, but uh, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty impressive on other people. We have been talking about Leon Houghton, who was a Jamaican guy. This is not a story about illegal immigration. This is a story about legal immigration. Mm-hmm. He is a legal green card holder from Jamaica. He's been living in Maryland for almost 10 years. He arrived at Washington, D.C. International or D. C., BWI Airport uh in just on december 29th following a, a yearly pilgrimage back home he was stopped by u.s customs and border patrol they detained him they never told him what for then maryland transportation authority police arrested him because he had bottles in his bag that were labeled honey but they tested positive for methamphetamine they were honey a police dog sniffed the bag The dog said he thought they were drugs. Uh, A field test at the airport said, yep, that's methamphetamine. Uh, But they ended up sending it to another lab because, you know, of course, Maryland can't test liquids. Uh, The other lab. Well, they did test them, but apparently not to the
2: prosecution's satisfaction.
0: Yeah, Maryland's lab uh, is all this time the guy's sitting in jail. Sitting in jail. This is now no
2: bail, denying him bail even after the initial test results came back showing it was honey. Uh, attorney said, uh, "Okay, well, can you let my guy out, or can you at least let him out on bail?" And they said, "No,
0: no, no. We we're still citing the the canine hit, which found are notoriously unreliable, and identified nothing, nothing. The canine was wrong." uh The positive field test was wrong. There is no proof that this guy is in jail, so what does uh or guilty of anything so Then they send the labs to a homeland uh security lab in Georgia for even more testing uh and During this whole thing he of course he's sitting in jail um but when he gets arrested and detained. That triggers ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Why? Who, who he, at, he, I mean, he had a green card. He had a green card, but there were outstanding felony counts alleged against him, and oh, that's all so that, that ICE could,
2: needs. So the idea is if you have a green card, you got to be a good boy. Yes. If you end up getting a felony charge, then there's got to be an, an ICE investigation that comes against you, even though the felonies were dropped. At, you know,
0: within about a month and a half. Yeah. Don't say fast. Uh, quote, the ICE detainer for is, government, really, that's fast. is really prohibitive, unquote, said Laura M. Robinson.
1: Yeah, Are I've, you I've had... been facing charges for a year for being a felon in possession of a garden tool, which is perfectly legal under <laughs> New Hampshire law. Right.
0: Yep. They're taking you to trial. Yep. yep. Uh, quote, the ICE detainer is really prohibitive. And, and hold on, before you go
2: on, that's because there's no penalty for them doing the things that they do
0: Mm -hmm. they arrested people
1: would shoot them it would be i mean good god it would make them think what do they have to do before people start shooting them
2: it's i i don't think that violence is the solution but i understand it may uh, not be
1: the solution but it would be entertaining to watch (laughs)
2: <laughs> I understand the frustration uh that can can lead to people thinking that that might be a solution but what we've seen at least is that people will put up with a lot of crap from governments i mean they the 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 chinese uh, goons that were arresting those families just for mm-hmm. trying to go to an embassy uh they, they, there was a crowd of people that gathered and watched it happen sure just like there are here where where the police abuse somebody there's you know 20 or 30 people standing around they'll stand around and watch the better yeah. ones of them will pull a camera out and record it but Brightened. most people are so deathly afraid of what the government goons will do to them that they won't step yeah. foot out and take a risk and people will it's read like all they story. needed
1: Uh, When when Garner was being strangled, all they needed was somebody to come up and kick that top cop in the face. And the problem would have been, at least for the moment, solved. And I'm sorry, when somebody's being murdered, the right answer is violence. The right answer is to respond with force and make it stop happening.
0: And in the Eric Garner case, he was selling loose cigarettes, Lucy's. Uh, on the street mm-hmm. in New York City, and a officer grabbed him, uh, forced him to the ground, put him in sort of a chokehold, uh, mm-hmm. basically deprived him of oxygen until he passed out, and he died for selling loose cigarettes. Now, I'm not one who's going to sit here and say, hey, if you get arrested, go after the cop, um, but you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. If someone is getting murdered... At what point do
1: people say enough is enough? The reason we have a Second Amendment is so we can shoot pigs. That's what it's for. So that we can defend ourselves from a corrupt, incompetent, and malevolent government, which is exactly what we've got.
0: And you've got lots of people around. You know, the Second Amendment, and even when you talk about tyrannical government, it's not like we have tyrannical government. Anti-gun people will say on one side, meanwhile, saying that Trump is literally Hitler. Yeah. They will speak out of both sides of their mouth. They will defend. There's mm-hmm. no reason anybody needs a gun against a tyrannical government. But our president, he's literally Hitler.
1: And he's putting people in concentration camps. So at what point do they, do they fight back
0: when it affects well of course if them, you've given
1: up your guns then you have acknowledged that you will never be able to fight back right that you will die before you do the right thing
0: and that's the point uh people are fine until something personally happens to them now in this case uh quote the ice detainer is really prohibitive unquote said laura m robinson a u.s district court judge for anna arundel county during houghton's third bail review hearing on February 5th, according to the Washington Post. Quote, I'm kind of up against the ICE detainer. Here you have a judge who was trying to come up with a way to get this guy out on bail, but she couldn't because the feds said nah. What do you think? 855-453.
2: I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet at edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet.
0: This is is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Would you like to be on the radio? Would you like to control the airways? Call us up. Change the subject. You don't have to talk about what we're talking about. You can talk about anything you like. The we I refer to as myself, Chris. And I'm Ian. And nobody. And we have been talking about this poor guy in Maryland uh, who got caught with honey. Because evidently honey is a felony in the eyes of the government. Uh, It wasn't really, it was really honey. Just the dog thought it was crystal meth. And as a result, this guy stayed in jail for 82 days, lost both his jobs and not one lab other than the, you know, sort of instant check they do with that highly inaccurate test told anybody it was meth. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And the dog uh, said it was drugs and it wasn't. Uh, But this guy has been stuck in jail uh, 82 days. Uh, of course, not all of that was by the locals in Maryland. Uh, it wasn't just the Maryland Transportation Authority police. Once they charged him with a felony, then that makes its way to ICE, Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. Even though he's a legal immigrant, they said that because of that, and we, we can't let him out, uh, even though he's only being charged with one misdemeanor, which doesn't even make any sense. It's insanity, and that's what you can come to expect from your federal government. Uh, we're going to go to the phones where we've got Doug in New York. Doug, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind?
8: Hey, good evening. I've got uh, the digital recordings on how they rigged the Trump election. They're trying to keep that code up.
2: Who, uh, who, we- who, Who? Who rigged the Trump election?
8: Yeah. Well, in the first week of July, Trump sent a friend of his helicopter pilot out to see me at a Dunkin Donuts, West Milford, New Jersey. (laughs) I recorded us talk about how much it was going to cost him. He says on TV it's going to be $8 million. And then he's saying, um, I can't wait. What's going to cost him $8 million? How they rigged the Trump election. Eric was going to talk to some people. Eric Trump.
2: How did he do it for $8 million? That seems like a, a real deal.
8: Well, it is. I mean, it's got to do with one of the Epstein girls has a blog. She came out with says, there's instances when I struggle. It depends how strong you are to resist. High school girls a target for marketing by the two older females in town. She calls the producers, needs to beeline and out of town.
2: I have no idea what he's saying right now. Yep. Does anybody else follow this? Fascinating. No. In its
1: What's the con- wait, 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 wait. You, you were on Trump and then you went to Epstein. What's the connection there?
8: Well, that's what it's got to do with. You have uh, prosecutor what? Valdez, arrest New Jersey Woodland Park officer Stephen Vigarito, 2012, New York dot CBS Local dot com. The girls are uh, being held captive and um, forced marriage with these guys. It's like the Stephen Vigarito. After but that doesn't does answer
2: the question. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, okay. could could you try and give us like a broad overview, and, and instead of getting down in, in the details. Of... Well, they
8: said they're going to hire Trump to, to keep all this covered up. Who said, I who said that? A guy named, I recorded a guy named Bill Sattel. He says, I'm warning you now, Trump's going to be next president in South Carolina. And he says, when you get to New Jersey, we're going to put you in jail. I recorded a couple of judges asking for ten grand. I brought those tapes to a Nazarene church in South Carolina. <laughs> and he approached me. I recorded him.
0: That's where I was. He says there's tapes. enough
8: on those tapes. He's going to flee to Brazil or false arrest me and put me in jail. Yeah. It's on Daniel: weren't you already that in?
2: Uh, yeah, you, you've been told not to promote your website when you've called before. It's you've not mine. That. It's
8: Danielle's. It's her blog. She's uh-huh. telling you what happened to her with X okay. Epstein. Isn't it your last name to tell? I uh, yes, it is. Yeah. In the Chicago backdrop, he says there's enough on those tapes. He's going to flee to Brazil. Or false me and This man's a lunatic.
2: I just like to
0: let everybody know, now, know what he's talking about. And now, from saying every
8: six months he's going to make an excuse to keep me here, so nobody can hear the tapes of him and I at Dunkin' Donuts.
0: That is fascinating. Please call back no, later. Please don't don't and, ever call again. Uh, please call back when Ian's when he in says this there's chair.
8: 43 files. He went through my Subaru at Classic Towing in Patterson. Ex- he wants to know where those uh, tapes are.
0: I, I need to interrupt you for just a moment. Go ahead. Thank you for your call. Um, <laughs> it was really a f- fascinating sort of consciousness dump. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't fascinating. Otherwise, it's I would have kept talking person. to him. He was a crazy guy. I like and normally. Listen- I
2: like crazy people because they're fun and they're interesting and they're crazy. But that one's just not fun. He it can't. He-, he can't even like come close to answering a question without just rambling. Onto some unrelated
1: subject. Not that yeah. I... I mean, I like details, but... <laughs> on more Give one. me the broad strokes. Okay, this, 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 this. And then you can fill in, like, who was involved in what year and what was it making, model of the freaking car, you know? So
0: you wouldn't read his book. I'm going to encourage that man to write this. Uh, write it down. Put it in a book. Uh, New York Times He's best been calling seller.
2: this show for years... Uh, purporting to be from uh, calling from a crazy ward and or calling uh, from a jail so what usually one or the other he's usually claiming to be in one or the uh, the other of those places he frequently tries to plug his youtube channel where he claims he has posted some of this audio evidence in two to four hour long audio (laughs) recordings so So good luck finding it whatever well, it was
0: eric I, I think we need you Ian, to listen to some of these or listen to at least two- i've gone
2: to the channel and i've just you know just out just of curiosity not,
0: <laughs> not gonna go there
2: yeah it's unlistenable unlike you know crazy dave from new york who calls in from time to time at least you can he's kind of entertaining you know uh, uh, he's entertaining and he's repetitive but at least you can kind of get the gist of what he's trying to say relatively quickly unlike this other guy
0: I dug. Uh, mm. I, I have no words. I have no words.
2: Yeah, and I thought yeah. it was interesting that in his uh, whatever <laughs> spiel he was giving us there tonight, um, he actually the the last name of one of the people he mentioned also carried his last name Satel. He mentioned Bill Satel or something like that as one of the the characters in his little fantasy. <laughs> well, that's also his last name. And then the last person he talked about was also named uh, Satel. It's a very strange individual
0: it is nuts we've been talking about this case in baltimore Houghton would not go home until march 21st this when is the, the man n- who was set in jail for almost three months for, for honey for honey uh he would not go home until march 21st when the new lab results came in and the state finally dropped the remaining charge do you think they said they were sorry I doubt it. The case highlights a heap of inane government incompetence. Why would an immigrant detainer remain in place for a misdemeanor drug offense even after the government shutdown ended January 25th? That was their excuse. The government shut down. We can't correct this. Well, he's in there two months after that. Uh, It's nuts.
2: Uh, I mean, the answer is, I, I would say, just because of, like they said, government incompetence. Governments are slow, uh, they don't get things done quickly. They're not in a hurry to help you get out of jail. They're gonna. Yeah. Need, you're gonna need to have your attorney file uh, paperwork in order to speed that process along.
1: You have to remember that each and every one of these pigs has murdered, has, has ruined a thousand lives before he met you, and he'll mur- and he'll, he will ruin a thousand lives after. You know, we're just collateral damage. We're nobody. We don't matter.
0: And in this case, you know, no one was killed, to be clear. Nobody nobody was killed. Thank God this man wasn't
2: choked to death over his honey.
0: This He only
2: lost 90 days of his life.
0: 90 days of his life. He lost both his job, one as a cleaner and the other as a construction worker, (laughs) over honey. Not methamphetamine, not anything illegal. Man did nothing illegal. He lost two jobs. Uh, He's got his kids at at home saying, when are you coming home? Um, it's nuts, and people people should be sick of this stuff. You know, uh, um,
2: since you brought up Eric Garner, I do have an update. Apparently, the officer who choked him to death five years later did finally get fired. I've got some of the news about that. We're wow. going to talk about Out that.
1: Out of
0: a next. cannon, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> 855, 453. This is Free Talk Live. <laughs> This is Free Talk Live, 855-453, that's our toll-free number. There's still time, it's our final segment, but you can still get on and talk about what you want. That's 855-450-3733. In studio, it's Chris. And Ian.
1: And nobody.
0: And we had been talking about, it was kind of a TSA night. We had been talking about TSA. It was more like the first hour. It was, and yeah. then we got into the tSA yet again, sort well, no. air, air travel and the problem with mm. immigration policy and uh, the problem with keeping people in jail for eighty two year eighty two days for no reason whatsoever other than a dog uh said that there were drugs, when in reality it was just Yeah, but he could
2: have had drugs. Shouldn't we keep everyone in jail preemptively until we figure out for sure whether or not they actually had drugs? Sure, that
0: way way drugs won't win. Drugs won't win the drug war, uh, except drugs have won the drug war. All you're doing is spending about a billion dollars a year. Is
2: it a war if the other side doesn't fight back?
0: That's a good point drugs don't fight back they it's do it's
1: just a genocide it's it's yeah.
0: just people who want to um want to change people's behavior and have an excuse to run up a billion dollars there's a lot of money to be made in the war against drugs well
2: you don't need to be a drug dealer to be killed by uh, the police you can just sell loose cigarettes in the streets of new york and that's what happened to eric garner back in it's already been five years uh, since 2014 where uh, here's a, the update from thedailybeast.com i mean long-time listeners certainly will remember this this story um it was outrageous when it happened and some people have been continuing to pay attention to the new york city police department on this particular case i remember when we were in new york mark and i were there for a radio conference we were in um God, I forget which part of town it was, but we were kind of driving. We always go the direction that you can get into Manhattan without paying any tolls, so it's a bit of a circuitous route, but it's actually, uh, you can can avoid the tolls, which is great. Uh, But we were in some section of uh, New York, and there was actually graffiti, which said, I can't breathe on uh, the side of of a building somewhere. Mm -hmm. So five years later, the police officer who killed Eric Garner by using an illegal chokehold has been fired. New York City Police Commissioner James O'Neill announced his decision earlier this year, this was in April, uh, to fire NYPD Officer Daniel Panta- Pantaleo uh, after it was found that he'd violated policy by restraining Garner with a prohibited chokehold in 2014. O'Neill said, quote, none of us can take back our decisions, especially when they lead to the death of another human being. It is clear that Daniel Pantale- Pantaleo uh can now can no longer effectively serve as a New York City police officer now whether this will prohibit him from serving as another police officer in another department is a, a completely separate question a lot of times when cops get fired they're not blackballed right. so they can just then go apply at the police department next door or across the state uh or in another state and they can get get another job in this case Uh, They were they're going to fight. This is what it says later in the article. Uh, During a 30 minute press conference, O'Neill painstakingly walked through the case, saying Pantaleo began his arrest with a legal maneuver and should have stopped. Instead, Pantaleo used a bad chokehold as he brought Garner to the ground and continued to choke him as he gasped for air. He murdered him.
0: That's right. A a bad chokehold that led to him murdering Eric Garner. O'Neill repeatedly said Garner should not have resisted arrest in the first
2: place, but that officers should have waited for backup. Quote, a man with a family lost his life, and that's an irreversible tragedy. And a hardworking police officer with a family, a man who took his job to do good. A murdering scumbag. To make a difference in his home community has now lost his chosen career, and that is a different kind of tragedy. He
0: should be
1: going to prison. That's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, the tragedy was it wasn't life in prison. If you Uh, choke a cop to death, though, you will definitely go to prison. Yeah, and you will
2: never be released. If you survive uh, what they do to you to to take you to prison, that is. Yeah. O'Neill, who served as a NYPD officer and then commander for 34 years, becoming commissioner, choked up as he described watching the gruesome arrest video that informed his decision. He said to himself, quote, every time I watched the video, I said to myself dozens of times, don't do it, don't do it. I said that about the decisions made by both Officer Pantaleo and Mr. Garner, he said. The police commissioner said he might have made similar mistakes. It's just a mistake, he says, "Whoops!" in Pantaleo's situation. Killed a guy. He said, if I were still a cop, I would be mad at me, he said of his decision. And the police union that represents Pantaleo said Monday a new and a New York police official with direct knowledge later confirmed to the Daily Beast that it had been in discussions as late as Friday to allow Pantaleo to resign and keep his full pension. The discussions broke down, however, before O'Neill decided to terminate Pantaleo, leaving him with only his portion of his pension contribution.
1: But don't they have a right to murder innocents with impunity and no fear of losing your job? Why should you have to be afraid of losing your job every time you murder somebody in the street? Well, no,
2: no. He lost his pension. So they were trying to keep his pension, but unfortunately for him... Uh, and fortunately for the, I guess everybody else, he didn't get it. Pantaleo's lawyer, however, says he plans to appeal the termination with the goal of getting the officer's job back. Meanwhile, the police union slammed the commissioner, of Pat course. Lynch, president of the Patrolman's Benevolent Association, because they're so benevolent. <laughs> said the commissioner chose quote politics and his own self interest over the officers
0: he claims to lead. I'm I'm sorry, no, no, he he was just as. <laughs> He's sitting here apologizing for the officer. He is making excuses for why
2: not good enough for the police uh, union. They say this commissioner is scum for not standing by his man for not. He broke the NYPD
1: police union. Let me tell you, you guys are scum, and you do more damage to the people of New York City than criminals ever could.
0: You guys, uh, I, I believe. There are photos, I'm looking for it online, I can't find ones, with actual police officers wearing t-shirts in support of the officer that said, I can't
1: breathe. No, it said, I can
2: breathe. It says, I can breathe there. You've got a picture right there. Yeah. Oh, and these say, I "I can't breathe.
1: I can breathe. Well, yeah, you can breathe. You're the murdering cop, not the person being murdered.
2: You've got a gun on your side and a bunch of men who have more guns on your side that have what they call a brotherhood. Uh, known as the thin blue line, and that's why they're mad at this police commissioner. He broke the thin blue line.
0: Yeah, I, I just I have no pity on this officer. He should have got uh, serious time. He should nope never no time. He should he should never see the light of day. Uh, and He's walking
2: free, just without a job.
0: Okay, yeah, and, and amazingly
2: a, trying to get it back.
0: Yeah, and trying to get back on the streets so he can do what. Uh, Choke out somebody else.
2: Pantaleo had been placed on desk duty following Garner's death, but had not faced official sanction until this year. A a Staten Island grand jury in 2014 declined to indict Pantaleo. The Justice Department also declined to charge Pantaleo with violating Garner's civil rights. So you can take someone's life, but their rights weren't violated, according to the federal government in this case.
0: We didn't violate any specific rights we just took away his life by mm-hmm. uh, like taking away his ability to breathe yeah uh, uh, that's
2: right the city waited until the justice department investigation ended to render a decision on pantaleo a delay that o'neill says he regrets the bureaucrat said, quote, "What have we learned from this case? What I learned is we wouldn't let this linger for five years. It's too long. It's unfair to the family. it's unfair to everybody involved in this case. Unfair, unfair to what family he didn't he wasn't clear which, yeah. which family he's talking. I about. think he this no, guy did get
1: five years of extra pay after murdering That's somebody. True.
2: For and the- he sat at a desk the whole time. yeah didn't doing who knows what."
0: Not having to worry about anybody shooting
2: What I learned from
0: this case is
2: that the cops will kill you over a loose cigarette. Mm -hmm. The cops will kill you, and this is what people should take away from every encounter with police, is the cops will kill you if you don't just go along with whatever ridiculous crap they're demanding.
0: Yeah. And if if you're violating, you're violating a law that says uh, every pack of cigarettes must be sold with an official tax stamp from the state of New York, and you sell one loose, somebody says you got a cigarette, you give them one, you say, hey, how about a buck for that? And they give you a buck, you are committing a crime that is known to encounter the death penalty. They took it upon themselves to try this guy for selling a loose cigarette and render the death penalty. Congratulations. It's it's just a, obscene. And it's not that this is rare. There have been so many cases Uh, and you've got such a militarized police ideal all across the country, it should disgust you. But that is all the time we have for you this evening. Please stay tuned tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern. Wherever you're at, we'll be here. This is Free Talk Live.
2: Ross Ulbricht is serving a double life sentence without parole for all nonviolent charges. He is a first-time offender, and no victims were named at trial. Ross is condemned to die in a cage because he made a website called Silk Road that allowed people to exchange what they chose using Bitcoin as long as no third party was harmed. Please help. Sign and share the petition at freeross.org to commute Ross's sentence and bring him home.